Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, you motherfunkers. We're back. We don't Shelley, back. Shelley, I shaved my legs for the first time since September this evening. I, uh, that's brave. But you don't, the thing is, when you say that, I don't go, wow, because you're so, because you're Pan-Asian, it's only a light down. It's a, it's light, but it was still something else. But the thing is, I hadn't, I didn't have a razor, which is why it took me so long. But I sent my husband out a few days ago. I said, listen, you're going outdoors. Oh, well, here's a list of things. And one of which was a razor. And he came back with such a virgin's razor. It was a very narrow razor with very thin shallow blades those yellow bic ones yeah no 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 it wasn't yellow bic it was like a sort of venus mini and um so yeah basically it doesn't matter how aggressively you go at your legs which is basically what i did because like, you know everything's a matter of time isn't it i'm in the shower my son's in the bath what's and, the occasion uh, pray tell well, well no i just thought it was nice to have you know nice to have a just to make an effort for oneself no no it's it is nice it is nice i'm just wondering why now that's all. Why, oh, just only because I literally got hold of whether the you're planning, thought, you know, whether you've got date night. I don't know. Oh, planning to, uh, you know, put out. You know what I mean. Don't be so ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, it just reminds me of a um a, a sort of a, a one of those letters um that people write to agony aunts. An eighty-six-year-old man complaining that he's lost the ability to orgasm. And he says he's had a very healthy sex life all his life. And just recently, he's not, he, he's tried everything. But when he says he's tried everything, he means his wife has. And this is the moment where I went, oh, no. And she goes, and, and, and bless my wife, she's tried everything. And I still can't wow. reach climax. And I thought, no, leave her alone. What if you're 86, get off her. Just get off her. Get off um what publication were you reading the guardian oh gosh okay yes and 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 she reassured him and said listen actually age has nothing to do with them uh, uh, uh you know arriving in that way so just is there stress in your life is that i mean how about ask her if there's stress in her life if she has to uh, perform like that every night in her bloody 80s please give when her there's a, a pandemic on as well <laughs> What, what's was... going on outside? There's nothing sexy about our political landscape at the moment. It doesn't give you the horn, does it? Here no. or across the pond? Absolutely no, exactly. not. I've been watching The Serpent on BBC. My winning partner said, watch out, because Shirley's going to say that she's been watching The Serpent and I have, I have uh, issue with mean? it already. She, she predicted it. She predicts that you're going to watch it and that you're going to love it and she's got an issue with it. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, I'm sure she has. The thing is, what you need to understand is that my, you, your winning partner and me do not have the same taste in things. The things that she suggests to me, I think, are awful. The things that I suggest to her, she laughs at. But I'm not saying that I thought it was necessarily brilliant. I thought it was a really interesting story. So for those of you who don't know, it's um, it's a true story, actually, which is terrifying. It's a man, a French man. I think he's half Asian, half French. He goes to Bangkok in the 70s. He poses as a gem dealer with his accomplice, who's played by Gemma Cole. No, Jenna Cole, rather. You know, it's BBC. So it either has to be Jenna Cole or what's her name from Mid... Mid- did, did, oh, G- Jenna Coleman. Is it Jenna Coleman? Anyway, listen, well, it's, either, it's either her or midwife, isn't it? If it's the face of BBC. And they go throughout Asia just poisoning people, robbing them, murdering them. It's really, really dark. And this one guy from the Dutch embassy gets to the bottom of it. Um, 
And listen, what's good about it is at the moment, it's great to binge watch it. There are huge holes in it for sure. No, no, no. I think I think her issue was, as as is always the case with a lot of these things, is that it glamorizes. So they're doing a sort of really glamorous version of a man who is despicable. And the families of the victims are very much still around. And how do they feel about this um, depiction? Have they agreed to it? She's always very mindful of those things. They must. She They must have sought. No, no, no. They don't. They don't have to. They don't have to at all. Okay. listen, 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 listen. All I'm saying is. Apparently, quite, no, apparently it's extremely fit. watchable. He's quite fit. Yeah, no, it is extremely watchable. He's a horrible character and he's wearing sort of, I don't know what they've done. They've made him look like sort of David Guest. They've given him tra- a hair transplant and he's got the same, he's the same sort of shade this as is the Trump. Se- this is the sexy killer. This is the, the da- lead who actually in real life looks lovely. He's a French Algerian actor called Taha Rahim. Very, very nice looking without the makeup. Sans fondant, he's a dream. But um, no, it's a horrible story and it really is a wind up to watch, but you can't stop. It's addictive. Okay. All I'm saying is, Shirley, it's worth a watch. It's an extraordinary story and I haven't finished it. So I can't wait to, hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll see him go down, but I don't know. Yeah, no, we we need good viewing, especially now we're in lockdown, um, hashtag three. Um, but apparently lots of good things are coming out now. It's so annoying for me to say because I can't list them, but... Um, lots to look forward to <coughs> excuse me don't mind that Shirley that cough's been so, lingering for weeks hasn't well, it m- my point is it's not a new continuous cough no it's the same continuous cough yes it continues <laughs> it, it, it does it she's doesn't. continuing <laughs> Mother- I'm back on the Joe Wicks I don't know about you Oh, I don't have time for Joe Wicks, but I do enjoy his look and I think he does great things for the nation. So how many minutes do you do? I started with 20, then I went my way down to 10 and now I'm on to five because I have to do it when I'm um, doing childcare because there's no other time. And Adrian's gone out the window because I wake up, do my work and then I have to, uh, I have to do some exercise because after the Yuletide, I've got, I've got a right gunt on me now. After all those deliveries. So you just do five, five quick sharp minutes a day uh well they haven't they have to be fair there's not been many days so i started with 20 10 30, i did five for the first you'll be doing today, 30 30 seconds by tomorrow uh I mean, he's just he's just not he just doesn't want to do it with me and he's had enough and when he sees the screen he, he'd much rather watch the um gruffalo that's what he's oh. into at the moment just the gruffalo over and over we yeah. watched the highway rat on your recommendation over christmas I think I enjoyed it more than my uh, son. Well, um, my son got involved in the book first and, and oh, it's verbatim. We don't know the book. Don't, don't judge do a books. book by its film. Do <laughs> not don't... judge a book by its film. Um, so he was, oh no, it's verbatim. Absolutely a bit like the Gruffalo. So it's just word for word. And um, yeah, It's quite so long really... though, I imagine. Like a, yeah, it's long. No, they just really slow it down in the film versions. You know, they just, you know, linger on shots. But um, no, he was obsessed with the book. And that was one of the first TV shows he ever saw after Hey Dougie. And he just couldn't believe that the book had come to life. He just thought it was amazing. So did that to death. And now it's The Gruffalo. Just can't get enough. My hands are high. My hands are low. Who's that? I say The Gruffalo. Yeah, I'm I'm up to, I can't over The Gruffalo anymore. But I love it. Who doesn't love it? We've been asked for some recipes. One of our... um avid listeners she said listen i need more easy simple recipes i don't know if you're going to be able to provide that are you sort of ingredients that most people have in the house any chance you know i don't do uh, recipes with um, simple ingredients 
I just don't. Do you, or would you have anything? This is for your son, obviously, not for your willing, unwilling. Do you, is, do you have anything? For the son? Um, What's his favourite thing that isn't, you know, just... You know, I've actually, I've discussed this before on, on, on the podcast. I mean, he eats absolutely everything now, but the, the sort of absolute winners that he absolutely, he gets really excited about are still the croquettes and um, my, my, my sort of mixed rice with whatever... The bejeweled whatever. rice. The bejeweled rice. Gosh, you still haven't moved on from the bejeweled but, rice. Um, no, he, we, he always has rice at least once or twice a week because, you know, whatever you have, if you have, if you've cooked a piece of chicken or something, you just take the chicken, vegetables. You're so funny. So I always reach for the potato over the rice. He has, a chuck, a, he has a chuck of potato today and no, he but the... I, what I'm saying is with the leftovers, I'd always just have some potatoes with as opposed to rice. He, I hardly give mine rice. So what do you do? Like a bubble and squeak? No, no, no. Like a parmentier potatoes. Mm. So, you know, so I fry up some square potatoes or I might put them in the oven or, I, you know, that's what I do with anything, with any old leftover, any old scraps. That's what I add it with. And I do with rice, the, a very similar thing with rice and there we are. take the stock and cook it all together and then it just comes out so damn tasty. I can imagine. I can imagine. What have you got for our Very our easy. Listener? It's a very easy recipe that's a sort of simplified river cafe recipe. And it's like a sausage recipe. So you get one sausage or two, you take it out of its skin, you fry it with some red onion, you add some, anything you like, but, you know, um, tomato, chopped tomatoes. And then you can add chilli, you can add double cream, you can do all the paprika, the salt, the whatever you want, but then you whip it up in about 30 seconds. The longer you leave it to marinate, the better, and then serve that with any sort of pasta. He likes a penne. But it's great. I do it with my um, unwilling willing. We have it together as a meal. And then, you know, it lasts, it stretches for the whole week. Just getting tastier and tastier as the days go on. Like a Toulouse style. We do it when we're in Italy, to be honest with you. Because um, the Italian sausages are much nicer. But here, you know, you go to Moen's and you get anything you find. Or just get an old an old banger. A wolf. A wolf. We do, we do something very similar with the with the sausage. With the, take Taking it out, out of its, its foreskin. Yeah, take it yeah. out of its foreskin, yeah circumcise yeah. it oh it just reminds me of something i read just the, the news that is just horrific of just some illegal surgeon going around performing circumcision on two-year-old boys oh Muslim stop and Christian it boys. so obviously at the request no, but of their parents no but you've also got to you know you've got to pitch it before you just come up with news like that people aren't ready for that sort of thing people might listen to this podcast first thing in the morning they're just going to turn us right right trevor it's enough of that you can't just just throw that in it's not no. nice you know my 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 older brother was circumcised and I think my mother was so traumatised by what she saw when the priest, because in, 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 back, in back in the desert, the priest comes. And he, did he, did, did, was it done in the pre- desert? No, it wasn't no, done no, in I'm the just UK. meaning just in, 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 in the Middle East. That's how but where do was it. it done? Where was it performed? I'm not sure, but if it was the priest, I'm sure it was in Jordan. Mm. And um, she was so hor- horrified that she didn't do it to my mm. twin brother. So my older brother was circumcised and my younger one wasn't. Actually, I know that. I, used to I see know them. that for a fact. I'm sure you Thank do, you. Shirley. You <laughs> and every you. other girl at Blackie Pie. <laughs> Thank you. you very much. I you know, can no, confirm. seriously. I, they... I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the younger brother. Uh, just our, the producer, younger brother. our producer is just howling, saying both, both, query. Uh, no, just the younger one. No, but between, actually, out of all my, my friends, they've either had one or the other. You either go for one or the other. You don't tend to go for both. Now, when I used to see them running around the house, just like, you know, flashing their wands and pissing all over the place... I used to always think it was because it's a really different look. And that was my first experience. Totally different. And um, I know you've had lots of experience in both categories, okay. uh, Shirley. Not so much myself. Um, 
I've actually never had, I have had, you know, it's not a case of I've just had one. I have had a few and I've never had a circumcised. No. I have. They're quite hard work, but they look nicer. But I don't mind. Listen, listen. You know, I quite enjoy the foreskin. There's nothing wrong with it. I've got. I've grown up with the foreskin. I know it. You know. It's what you know. You know. It's what you know. This is a parenting show, after all. It's a parenting show, after all. No, but I was talking to our Jewish friend the other day, and he just said, um, he he prefers it, even though but his partner yeah. does. He he prefers it. He thinks it's cleaner. However, he's never really been able to. Um, you know, uh, pleasure himself without the without the aid of lube. Oh, that's a shame. Which seems a bit fussy to me, doesn't it? Oh, very fussy. You wouldn't put up with that for one cotton picking minute, would you? I'll sort yourself out. I'm going to sleep, and then on with the turban, on with the eye patches, <laughs> and she's down. <laughs> and she's Pick down. a hole anyhow, and I'm going to I'm going bed. To, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Now, Shirley and I have started getting, um, well, we've been put up for castings of late and it's so odd because we've actually been casting for years. And what's very, what's even odder is the fact that we seem to be getting these castings that we're not interested in going to, attending as it were. I, well, not we interesting us, in attending because it's at home on Zoom, but not interesting in getting the job. Getting the, the job. <laughs> that's the thing, getting the job. So I was um, put up for something. Honestly, I put myself on tape on the 29th of December. I did it with my husband and I thought there's absolutely no way. Having looked back at my reel, there's absolutely no way I'm going to get this. I looked You so said there was more chance of becoming of, Prime Minister. But, yeah, more chance of me becoming Prime Minister than actually getting this gig. And for some reason... They penciled me in and they wanted me to fly to South Africa. That's right, South Africa at the end of this month, i.e. January, for seven days and film an advert for coffee. Um, and I had to, and the money was not shabby, not to be sniffed at. And I actually had to say no because I couldn't bear the fact that I could be locked in South Africa. They've also got this terrible strain of this variant. Yeah. The borders could close and I would be away from my son. And I felt... You know, I felt for once like such a soft cop, but I thought, actually, no, I just wouldn't be able to cope with it. Anyway, Shirley's been put up for something in Hungary and she's going to get that tomorrow. So she's going to have to grapple with the same problem. Well, no, I I know how you, I know exactly how you feel because I, you're right. I went went up for this part today, actually. And they said um, she's, she's basically Gemma Collins with a dash of Amy Childs. With a dash of Amy Childs. Now, Amy Childs is that, and the only way is Essex style. So it's really all like that. Just like big tits, big lips, like fake hair, fake nails. And she's basically, this character's a beautician. And, um, she's, so they said, you know, we want lots of makeup, lots of hairspray, really big tits. And, um, Essex accent, essential. And I got on and started, you know, just chatting and he just, he, he got a bit nervous and he said, this is for an Essex girl. And I said, oh, don't worry, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll whip it I'll switch her on. I'll, I'll switch her on. on. I'll switch my, gem, my, my inner Gemma, uh, my inner Gemma Collins. I mean, have you seen it? Anyway, I I have never been accused of being a one take wonder. Never, Ever. Shirley. You know this. I know this. And I did it and he goes, brilliant. That is spot on. I said, <laughs> and I was saying, please no. And he said, no, really. And I'm thinking, I am not going to Hungary for seven days. And um, because A, the food, you know, imagine me. You're going to have to bring your own. Wheat free. No way. Yeah, exactly. I already started thinking. And also, I just just can't do seven days away from my child. I I haven't done, the longest I've done is when we did that filming in in the beginning, um, Aussie Girls. I haven't stayed away overnight from him. Nothing. And I don't know. I don't know if I can. Anyway, it's um, and then I start thinking, oh my gosh, is this is is 
is this what my life's come to? Do you remember? I used to love a spontaneous trip. The weekends in Rio, I think I did three days in Sydney. I once did four days in Delhi. I mean, I had a man and woman in every port. Now, just, you know, and it's really, this is, this is really well paid, you know, shy of 20 grand. And I'm just like, no, I'm terrified I get the call to say. Are you definitely going to say no? Um, I think it's something I've got to discuss with the willing partner. Oh, I um, definitely think it's something you've got to discuss with the willing partner. And then how do they cope for like seven days and seven nights? Well, I in this think situation if, with no help, mm. no family help, no no nursery, no, how do we cope? I don't know. I take it. The producer's uh, uh, saying yeah, she'd yeah, take but, it. Yeah, but Hungary isn't her. too far. Hungary's all right. But it's whether you're in Hungary or you're still away, that's my you point. You say that, you say that, but I was thinking if this job for Taylor's was in Wales of course I don't want to be in Wales of course I don't want the inclement same inclement weather but worst case scenario I can get back quite easily whereas South Africa forget it Hungary you're not too far you're a stone's throw you're just a stone's throw okay but well listen we haven't got it but it just makes you think doesn't it let us know Shirley okay sure sure let us know on the subject of children please on the subject of children do you know that Paris Hilton has frozen her eggs on the advice from Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian told her, Paris, because they're good friends, they're on first name basis, freeze your eggs, love. She's 39 and she's frozen her eggs. I tend to think at 39 they're kind of on the turn anyway, you might as well just press on. But Kim Kardashian actually froze her eggs after the birth of her first child. So she just continues to freeze them throughout the, um, so and so basically the children she's having subsequently are all from her frozen embryos. Which I thought um, was quite interesting. It actually made me think, because I've always thought, what's the point in freezing them now at this sort of late stage? I mean, but if I you... still think that, to be honest. No, no, no. It actually made me think. I go, ah, of course. Because if you freeze the embryo, if you do it, if you if you match the egg with the sperm and freeze that, that is actually the, one of the best ways of keeping frozen eggs, I've heard on the down low, it's not so effective. But if you freeze the embryo, that is that that, that can last, that can be in the deep freeze for decades okay but what i'm asking do you want to be carrying in your 50s no no but maybe a surrogate oh i see okay so this is pure hollywood you've gone through okay yeah okay <laughs> but it just Fine. made me think it just made me think because i'm all, i've always been like why would you bother though why would you bother then i thought no absolutely i don't know what her reasons are it was a very short listen article, i Shirley. think each to their own each to their own chicken bucket but it's actually quite an it's an invasive thing isn't it freezing your eggs yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, but it's fine. It, it's no more invasive than the, the, the wands and tubes and bits and bobs you get shoved up you when you're going for various. I mean, you might not have had that. I certainly did. It's not like IVF, as invasive as that. It, it's oh, a I different, thought it was it's, quite it's invasive. A, it, yeah, they have to extract from you. But um, anyway, anyway, that's gone down. I can Listen, if it, no, 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 food for thought. With you. Food for um, thought. No, no, do, no. But... Do write into them. Oh, she's, she's, she's just desperate for a girl old um, Paris Hilton, desperate. She says, I cannot wait to have a daughter because I basically am obsessed with the idea of having a mini-me. Yeah, she's going to have a really butch boy. Yeah. That's what she's going to have. People who are desperate for one thing normally just get the complete opposite. Yeah. Or, she'll get a butch, or she'll get a butch girl. I think a butch girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because that's the bit, that's the pit. That's no, she gets, she gets pits. a butch boy. And we she gets grew a crush up with him. butch girls. The thing is with butch girls, they're quite fun because, you know, I hung out with only tomboys at school and they are the best. You know, they're just no fuss. No, no frills, no frills, no flavour. No, no fuss. I suppose I you you imagine I was probably a bit of a princess when I was a younger girl. Not when you were a younger girl now. Forget the younger girl. I'm talking about today. <laughs> I was a bit of a tomboy. 
I had yeah. two brothers. I wasn't interested in dolls and, you know. No, I wasn't either. Dolls and houses. Although the thing is, you have to say, you know, a lot of the time with these boys and girls and these nurseries, they just fit into stereotype, don't they? I mean, my one's just obsessed with cars and that's yeah, it. That's I didn't mine. think, you know, and that's it. She'd go, wow, this is boring. Really? Nothing else? No. Have you have you bought your um son like dolls, anything like that? No, but when we were in when we were away in the summer, he really liked this buggy and this ba- like a sort of baby buggy and a doll. And I thought this is a really good idea. Maybe oh, I should please get one. take one of mine, please. I've got two buggies and so many dolls. No, he'd love a buggy. Well, take one of ours. I can't. There's just they're just cluttering the hallway, and uh, there's so many toys from Christmas now. I don't know how to shift. Um, I'm after I'm after your sandwich maker. You keep promising it to me, and every time I really fancy a cheese and ham sandwich, or a cheese and onion, or cheese and tomato, you curse me. Chase, I just think, gosh, I should have come. But and please, you you are so welcome to come and collect. Or are you expecting me to deliver? No, 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 no. I'll come and collect. Do you know that Denmark has launched a, a, a children's TV show about a man with a giant penis? So he's got this. Tell giant, me more. He, looks, he looks a bit like Where's Wally got a stripy red and white outfit easy easy to spot in a crowd and he's got massive long willy like a like a fireman's hose and basically he can do extraordinary things with his penis um it can perform rescue operations um hoist a flag and it can even steal ice cream from children now this is on their equivalent of the bbc and as you can imagine there's been an absolute furor um, actually coming from men, men in, in sort of, you know, high up in sort of education and gender equality, just saying this is a step back. But aimed at what age, please? Children, the youngsters, really young children. Um, and what's the aim of this man with his big dick? Well, he can just do, because, because apparently kids find genitalia funny. Yeah. And he's doing all these tricks with his big long penis. But so you have the, it's actually the guys coming forth and just saying, this is just madness. This is a step back for equality. You know, you're throwing us, you're just... Um, uh, reconfirming the patriarchy and all this stuff and normalising locker room culture and then a, a lady psychologist actually said no it's not true you know Ch- children find uh, genitalia funny so this is good and also uh, this is my Danish accent by the way I know, uh, I know. and and also this guy John Dillerman who's the character who has the big penis he makes a lot of mistakes with his penis which, which children also do and he is accountable for his mistakes so these are good lessons to learn I thought there has to be some sort of intelligent thinking behind this sort of puppetry Because the, the Danes penis aren't guy. complete. They're, they're quite... No, they would have thought it out. I also thought that it's a way to sort of normalise it and make it sort of something that we own and respect as opposed to laugh at or, you know, abuse. Well, I think there's all the above, I'm afraid to say. Must check it out. Must <sighs> check it out. You know, my son's got a half Danish friend called... What, my son? My son's got a half Danish friend called Stella. What, my son? <laughs> Oh, I see. Sorry, I see. I see. Don't worry, I see. don't worry. Off no, I got it. I got it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. He's now got two half Danish friends. <laughs> um, yeah, and her name is Stella. One of them's called Stella, and he just goes around the house going Stella, Stella, like a really sad. Oh, like Stanley Kowalski. Stanley Kowalski going Stella, Stella. It's really sweet. He's beginning to talk a lot oh, more now. This is exciting because we did get an email, didn't we, over New Year? Lovely, Alice. Thank you, Alice. And Alice Walling, she's a child speech therapist, isn't she? And she, she wrote, is. having listened to an episode, concerned about your son's um, lack of words. But fortunately, he's not Well, stopped. that was in the summer. He has, well, yes, it's not all sort of, you know, I wouldn't say they were 
crystal clear. They're as clear as mud at the moment. But he's trying. He's trying and he's getting there. But thank you very much, Alice. And actually, you know, you offered up your services, services rather. And that's very kind of you. It's nice. To, it's lovely to hear from people, to get an email, to get yes, a letter. desperate for some contact. I'm con- desperate for some contact. So thank you so much, Alice. Um, what do you miss most about 2020? Are you serious? <laughs> the one thing that I'm grateful for in 2020 is the fact that I've managed to go away. Anything you're grateful for? I think I learned a lot, actually. It was a about yourself. About my, yeah, about myself. Because I got quite unwell in the beginning. And I, yeah, I, and I just thought... And I went to some really dark places. And then I came back from those dark places. And it really does give you a sort of new appreciation. However long that lasts for, who knows? And of course, you know, that's when all the diet stuff started. So it was actually quite a big year for me. It's not that I miss anything per se. It's just that actually it was quite an important year for my personal growth or personal stunting of said growth. Depends how you look at it. But it's funny because actually those times where you weren't very well does seem like a lifetime ago to me. Maybe not to you, but it feels like yonks, like as in two or three years ago. But it wasn't, was it? No, it's a, it was a weird year where where everyone, I feel, everyone I talk to has a, some sort of story and it just slows everything down and makes you sort of very introspective, makes you just really, you have to sit with it, don't you? Because there's no, nothing else to do. You can't go away, you can't escape. You have to just sit with all your problems, all your ailments, you know, your IBS. You just got to sit with it, you know what I mean? But yes, I don't think I'll miss much. I, I kind of miss the summer. Um, just those hot, you know, whilst we the were locked down, yeah. lockdown hashtag one, when the weather was just lovely and we were just in the garden the whole time. And of course, you know, we were having our luxurious tanning sessions for two hours whilst the boy slept. We won't get that now, will we? When the weather cheers up. He doesn't sleep now, does he? But he goes to bed at 6.30. Can't have it all, Charles. You can't have it all. What's your winner winner? Winner winner is I think we finally cracked the potty training. Sure, we get a stray turd every now and then, but... We're down to a nappy, a night, and that's it. So that's really quite chuffed good. about that. Has taken a while, but the boys do take longer than the girls, I hear. So I don't know one of my son's contemporaries that have managed to crack it. Because how many, how old is your one now? How old are they? Uh, two well, years and four months and four yeah. months? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. So that is pretty early. I mean, I don't know anyone, really. I don't know anyone who has kids our age who's, who's done it. So well done you. Thank you, Shirley. How about you, winner, winner? I might say that's too much time in your hands, but that's that. Listen, listen. Maybe sure, not. sure. Maybe not. Um, what's my winner, winner? Oh, the fact that I can shower with my son. You know, he used to hate showers, but he's had a cold this week, and so I forced him in the shower with me. Initially, hates it, and then he really enjoys. And it's just a far more efficient, quicker way of getting him washed. Oh yeah, and also it saves on water. Saves on water and also it does, you know, because he's in this sort of tepid bath and there's a film of dust and he, you know, he brings in all his toys and just, it, it doesn't really clean him, he which is fine. He pisses about. He yeah, pisses he does. About. And then he also catches cold. I don't, you know, anyway, so I'm pleased, but I can't say that I can always give him a shower, just de temps en temps, de temps en temps. Um, dead ducks? Dead duck. I, I am, I find myself fantasising a lot about um, being uh, on a beach with the sun mm. beating down on me or by a pool. Of course, it's because I've been starved of it. And 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 I and my dead duck is, when am I going to get that sort of holiday again? Because I, I don't think it's going to be for a while. And that really does bring me down. Especially now, I think, because it's just January. We've just gone into another lockdown. It's cold. And I'm thinking, 
I don't know how much longer I can do this without something to look forward to. Yeah, that's a dead duck. That is a dead duck. Yourself, um, Yourself. Uh, nursery. So my one started back at nursery this week. Who knows how long they'll stay open, but thank goodness they're open for now. He hates it back again because he's just had three weeks off, Aww, hasn't he? So he's really been course. crying. Nursery, no. Nursery, no every day. That and no napping are my two dead ducks. It's been a tough week for everyone, hasn't it, this week? It has. Globally. Globally, it has been a tough week. Well, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Shirley. Thank you. Thank you, motherfunkers. Please, please, please keep on keeping on. Please do write into Shirley. She'd love that. Please write into me. I'm just desperate for any sort of correspondence at the moment. Anything, anything. Um, And uh, Mabel Productions, huge thank you. Thank you. All right, chaps. Check in next week. Check in now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Bye.